This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Alan Jerry. It's just like Boomer and Carton without Boomer or Carton. Good luck with that. All right, well, good Friday morning to you. This portion is sponsored by CC's. We're back in the studio. Boomer and Carton coming up at 6. What's up, Al Duke? Oh, hi, Jerry. How are you? All right? Very good. Yesterday we did the story on the warm-up show of uh, this cat that got loose at the... The rally cat. It's now called the rally cat. Got loose at the uh, St. Louis Cardinals... Kansas City Royals game the other night, and uh, someone from the, uh, the Cardinals had to go get it. Yes. Like a kid working in the uh, front office, probably an member, intern. Yeah. Staff member, Jerry. And the cat was biting him, biting him, biting him. And uh, after the cat got off the field, Molina hit a grand slam. Rally cat. Rally cat. Well, once they dumped rally cat outside the stadium after it was biting that employee, um, the now people want the rally cat. Because now it's a thing. Well, someone picked it up. Someone picked up Rally Cat. And said it was hers. But now she claims she doesn't know where Rally Cat is. Correct. And the Cardinals did issue a a legit statement. Oh, a statement on on Rally Cat. And they ended the statement by saying, in the meantime, the Cardinals are looking to scratch and claw their way back to the top of the division standings. Oh, boy. (laughs) Now, the Anaheim Angels used to have... A rally ra- monkey. Now, that was a real monkey, or those were fake monkeys? I, th- I I don't know. I think they were fake monkeys. They were like stuffed monkeys. I don't think monkeys. people brought monkeys into the into the stadium. You don't think real primates were I showing up? don't think they were real primates. Okay. Could be wrong. Don't think they were. I think those were the little monkey stuffed monkeys that But was that based on a real had. monkey initially? I don't, I, don't, I don't know. Maybe it was Ross's monkey from Friends. I, I don't, don't know. know. Wikipedia that later on. Um, but now that this rally cat is missing and invaluable... Why wouldn't, if you just had a cat that looked like it, bring say, it to them? This is Rally Cat. Yeah, I, want. I suppose you could. It was a kitten, first of all. So yeah. It was really small. It wasn't declawed, obviously, because it was a tiny little kitten. If you want to, go for it. What do you think? The Cardinals are going to give you money for it? Yes. No chance. I'd put it up on eBay. I've got the Rally. Well, you become a big eBayer these days. <laughs> I've got the Rally. I don't think cat. you I mean, can. you sell a pet on eBay? No, probably not. I would doubt There's it. There's got to be rules. Yeah, of course. So even if you find the kitten in the street, no good. You're not putting it on eBay. But this is interesting because they acknowledge the fact that the kid had to get treatment immediately because the thing was gnawing at him the whole way. For rabies? Yes. And then on MLB Network yesterday, they were likening this to, I, I forget what stadium it was, but in 1983, there was a similar incident, I think in Seattle, and the cat literally went to town on this guy to where he had to just throw it on the field because he couldn't. He was getting bitten like crazy and scratched. It's not good. You get sick from these things. From Rabbit Catch. Remember we were kids, we were told that if you needed rabies shots, this is what I was told. Maybe Eddie was told the same thing. We're of, of different ages by a few years in between. I was told you needed 21 shots in your stomach. 
that can't be real. I heard 14, but 14 yeah, shots. huge needles. What? All what? I was told was you needed to get shots in your back. I did hear that, too. In your stomach? Yes. Why can't they give you a shot in your buttocks? It's something about the way the disease um, works and migrates through your body. I bet nowadays it's just one shot in your arm I don't and you're think gone. so. No. Probably, you think it's that, 21 has, needles in your stomach? Well, he stomach. said 14. They've, the cut it said, down, right. they've cut it down seven needles since. Well, that's progress, isn't it? When I was in Punta Cana, we were in the airport for a long time because our flight was delayed. But there was this random cat, this stray cat, and the airport's slightly open air. So the cat came in from God knows where, walking around the food area. I couldn't believe how many people, went, with kids, went over to pet the cat. And one guy even picked it up and started, what are you doing? You're, you're in a Caribbean island. God knows where this cat came from. And you moron. You pick this thing up and you start petting it like it's in your house. Could have rabies or fleas, Jerry. It could have had rabies or fleas. But yes. not the rally cat. Well, we don't know that. Someone will turn in rally cat. I don't know about that. <clears throat> Jerry, when I initially saw this next thing, I thought, it's kind of strange. So I saw that this uh, the Players' Tribune, which at this point, they're just pumping out sometimes nine articles a day about you know, Kobe Bryant lists what he's having for breakfast on the Players' <laughs> Tribune. It's not that bad. Stop it. But I go, I read this one. Lucas Duda pens a note to Mets fans. And I my initial reaction was, I don't really see Lucas Duda as like this legendary Met that would need to pen a letter to Met fans. I agree, but what he did was pretty cool, I thought. But I didn't realize he'd been there seven seasons. Sure. Which is a long time in baseball things. And then he gave a shout-out to the seven line. Yes, which I thought was awesome. You That's like the that. part that I liked a lot. Yeah, because the one thing about what Darren's done with the seven line is they're at, when they say they're going to be there, they're there. You've been to games with them. They fill entire sections, not only at City Field, but on the road, which is pretty awesome. Uh, he put out a thing yesterday that said, hey, the season hasn't gone the way we want, but we got this game coming up. Let's still support the club. So for the players to actually acknowledge that and the way he did, I thought that was pretty awesome. And you're right. Lucas Duda is not, you know, Mike Piazza or Doc Gooden, but he was a good Met and good for him. I like what he did. I heard that uh, Gary Cohen doesn't like the seven line for Why? whatever reason. I don't know, but they'll say he never, ever references them. But they show him on TV. They so show him I, on TV, but so he, he doesn't, doesn't say, say the name? No. Well, I mean, that could be, maybe he's told not to because it's free advertising. I don't know. Hmm. I think the others have mentioned it, though. Like how? Be. Oh, you mean like Keith and Ron? I think so. And Howie and, and Josh, Well, Howie maybe? and Josh definitely do sure. all the time. Listen, they put. here's what I know. When you watch the game, they do show them. Yes. So if you're a Met fan, you know who they are. But, I mean, if that's what he's doing, so be it. One thing I do like about the Players' Tribune, like I, I thought, okay, I'll read this a letter penned by Lucas Duda. Right. And then I, I was at one paragraph, and I was like, oh, how long is this going to be? And then I scrolled down. Relatively short. So you were good. You were <laughs> I was like, all right. What is your limit for an article? Because I know you don't read books, although you read right. one when you were away. So I that's fine. one book on vacation. Great. You won't read articles if they're how long? Uh, for me, anything over four pages is too much. Yeah. It, I'll take a look. If it's like three pages, I'll be like, oh, let me print this out and I'll examine this later. Examine it. All the time you wasted examining it, you could have <laughs> read the damn thing. Or I'll glance. So like the yeah. Lucas Duda letter, I kind of glanced. I go, let me see where he mentions the seven line. And then I saw it was only like really w- what amounted to a page. Right. I said, all right. I'll, I'll, so you were in. I'm going to read, read this entire. Because what happened, Jerry, when, when blogs became a big thing on the internet, like uh, the Peter King, even the Monday morning quarterback, or that's Bill, really long. Bill Simmons stuff, right? There's no editing anymore. Right. Like, wh- cut this down. Here like, are my thoughts, and it's going to go on and on and on. Like when Bill Simmons used to do that uh, page two on ESPN, uh, where he gained his fame, 
those things, I'd print them out sometimes to read them. They'd be 12 pages long. Yeah, too much. Yeah. That's what Peter King's doing over at the MMQB. Peter King. Peter King. Peter King. So it's like, <laughs> and here's my take on coffee. Here's my take on Bruce Springsteen. Here's uh, 15 pages of notes on the Rams. There are 32 teams. So in fairness, theoretically, it could be 32 pages. Right. And read what you want. And then did you see this one, Jerry? If you're talking about Tim Tebow. Yeah. I mean, this is, I don't even know what to say about the guy anymore. Now, I'm a little confused by the story. Okay. The specifics. It happened a couple weeks ago, number one. This oh, okay. was July 31st this happened. So not brand new. For some reason, it's making the rounds now because I guess the video is gone, as they call viral at this right. point. So what are you confused about? I'm confused. The headline says Tim Tebow embraced a boy with autism and then hit a home run. Correct. That's how I read it as well. But then when I read your article, it says... He shook hands yes. with the child. So well, was it an embrace? He didn't go over and hug the kid. He went That's over what I wondered. and said hello, introduced himself, gave him a handshake. Shook his hand through the netting. Right. The, and then the went thing. over and hit a three-run homer. Oh, that's awesome. I mean, that's like Babe Ruth telling the sick boy, I'm going to hit, oh, you want two home runs. One's right. not good enough. You got it, kid. And then he hits the two home runs. Not quite to that level, but it's pretty good. Yeah, that was pretty good. I mean, this Tim Tebow, I mean... He's hard to argue with. I mean, you can hate him. You can love him. Yeah, whatever. I like him. What? I have no reason to hate him. Let me ask you this. He's very nice. There's He's a, nice to children, right, like, Jerry. What has he done wrong? Nothing. Like, why do people, like, hate on him? They must think he's hiding something because he's so nice. If a Tiger Woods-type story came out about Tim Tebow, all of humanity forget it. Right. Because at that point, what are we doing? That is the thing, though. When you sit close at a baseball game, uh, you really can connect with the player you know who's really good with that is curtis granderson he takes a lot of pictures with the fans in the front cripple of rose when he's on when he's on deck yeah it could also backfire like that dude on the a's who got into a uh, yes argument. they told him he sucked and then he yelled something uh, inappropriate back and took a two-game suspension <laughs> so could Sucks go for him <laughs> nicely where you shake hands with a child or joey Votto, remember in uh, in cincinnati the uh the fan that caught the ball and he's like if you're a reds fan get out of my way that yes. can go bad, too. So you never know. You never know, Jerry. You never know. I do know, though, that this portion has been sponsored oh. by CC's. Now at CC's, party with bacon stuffed crust and new grilled cheese stuffed crust pizza. Joining the original top pepperoni on the unlimited buffet. Just five and change at CC's. Prices may vary. Boomer and Carton at the top here on The Fan. It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Alan Jerry. It's the shortest show on WFAN. Right, welcome back. Good Friday morning to you. This portion is sponsored by Firestone Complete Auto Care. Blue Jays blanked the Yankees last night. Four nothing. Singles are... RBI singles for Josh Donaldson and Kevin Pillar. Jose Bautista home run. Yankee Yankees did not hit with many, uh, runners in scoring positions. Sonny Gray allows three runs over six. He took the loss. Yankees Red Sox tonight at the stadium. Jaime Garcia, Eduardo Rodriguez. Mets buried the Phillies 10 nothing. Hit four home runs in this game. And it looks like Dominic Smith will make his major league debut tonight. Also tonight, Giants take on the Steelers. Jets and Titans tomorrow. Uh, and it does look like the Rockets trying to get the Knicks back involved in trade talks with Carmelo Anthony. This portion sponsored by Firestone Complete Auto Care. Right now at Firestone Complete Auto Care, get $70 by mail on a Bridgestone Visa prepaid card when you buy a set of four eligible Bridgestone tires. Whatever you drive, drive a Firestone. Now, Jerry, it is Friday. Friday, yes. And Friday oftentimes is Bad News Friday when they dump the bad news before the weekend, hoping right. that the news uh, won't cover it as much. Which makes no sense anymore, but okay. So, uh, again, we're seeing Ezekiel Elliott stuff today. By the way, about time. Let's the Friday go. dump. Either suspend them or don't. Let's but, just make up a, make up your mind. They said normally this would be a good time for it for the Friday uh, bad news dump, but it is uh, preseason football games tonight. Sure. So then it would be discussed in every single 
Absolutely. Pre-game and shit. rightly so. And today, in this day and age of the internet, I mean, to me, there's no such thing as a Friday dump anymore. Although, is anyone going to watch Giants-Steelers? You know Eli's yes. not playing. Yes, people will watch Giants-Steelers. Absolutely. You think the Bears fans watched uh, last night watching Mitchell Trubisky? Well, they got They're a new, right, new quarterback. There's I reasons think, to watch. I think you watch. Yes, absolutely. I think if you're, well, maybe not a Jet fan. Maybe not. Well, Jets fans, you do want to go like, oh, let me see what Christian Hackenberg uh, I looks guess. like. I guess. In the preseason, though, I'm yeah. not sure how much interest there will be, but you could be right. Listen, it's football. Football's back. People are into it. And then I see Ice Cube is hoping Kobe Bryant joins the big three next year. You think he'll skip games like Allen Iverson? <laughs> Yeah, and Craig and I are also hoping to have uh, shoulder-length hair next year also. Yeah, good luck. <laughs> no chance no Kobe's chance doing that's that. Hopping. No chance Probably not. Well, here come Boomer and oh, Craig yeah. right now. Yo, 6 o'clock. Nice job, Eddie Scazzeri. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Boomer and Craig Carton. Flashback. It's Friday. Holla! Tom Izzo here for another installment of the Boomer and Carton Show Flashback Friday, episode 22. For today's flashback, we check out the short-lived Boomer and Carton Show and Tell. It's Show and Tell with Boomer and Carton. A member of the show staff would bring in an object with significant meaning to them, and Boomer and Craig would show their appreciation and understanding of their co-worker's sentimental treasure. Just kidding, they destroy it. Jerks. And today's contestant would be none other than Boomer and Carton Show button pusher, the yeah. Eddie Scazzeri. And a side note, this was days before the first ever Craig Carton pig slap at MetLife Stadium. Pigs and woodies, I love it. So we take you back to Eddie's happy place, Boomer and Carton Show and Tell, October 17th, 2013. <laughs> This is for the fans of the team. You're trying to do something here. Try to do something good for you people. Well, you know, you're bandwagon. I'm not a giant fan. I never will be. Never said I you were. I just like the tailgate. I'll be with the Winter Brothers on Sunday over at E11, tailgating before the Jet Patriot game. I'm going to have the cops looking out for him. I'll make sure they write down his license plates numbers. I'll use... <laughs> Sir, can you describe what the perp looked like? <laughs> well, <laughs> he had 12 license plates on He just on totally cracks himself up. He does. He? Time for Boomer and Carton show. Oh, they're fist pumping each other like that was a good line. Eddie, did you bring something in for show and tell? I did, sir. Play the intro. It's show and tell with Boomer and Carton. Come on in. Al can push no buttons. Don't worry. Take off your headphones before you strangle yourself. <laughs> Eddie's coming in with the little boomerang cart and show and tell. By the way, uh, Tommy's next week. All right, let's see what you got. Bring it in. Turn on his microphone, please, Al. Uh, here's Eddie's a quick uh, boomer cart and show. Hey, don't and tell. worry, Al. I got Tommy's going to be bringing in special bottles of special K. Yeah. By the way, an, an officer called me. He's going to investigate where the, where the ketamines are coming from in my parking lot. What, what do you got, it? Eddie? All right. Well, here, uh, here you go. Here is some uh, two uh, ski maps from my two favorite ski resorts. <laughs> Mad River Glen. In, uh, you brought in a pamphlet. <laughs> you brought in the ski map when you go to ski somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. You brought. That's what you brought in. Yeah. <laughs> so the one I'm holding is for what mountain? That is for uh, Alta. Yes. By the way, Boomer, you in don't Utah. have to encourage me to do it. It's going to happen anyway. <laughs> Alta is now in two, yes. three, four, Whoa. 
five pieces. Right? <laughs> <laughs> what else you got there, Eddie? Well, no, that all right. So that was well, out. Don't give them the this, other one. They're going to tear that up this, too. That one was from uh, Mad River Glen. Hey, Boomer, here's the ski map from Mad River Glen. <laughs> wow, that's pretty nice. Two of my uh, favorite places. Yep. Yeah, Boomer, yeah. anything. Thank you, Boomer Tort. Well, I, I thought it was like we were then going to talk about why it was a special. Why are those uh, uh, ski maps special, special to you? Well, because they're two of my favorite places to <clears throat> ski. And Vermont and Utah like did, going to those states. Did you uh, did you put any of your dog's ashes there or anything? Uh, no, the no. dogs Maybe are still alive. You just like skiing in those yeah. two particular places. Yeah. Therefore, the maps remind you of good times. Correct. There's exactly. Al's boring tweets and Eddie's boring. <laughs> well, there you go. Boomer and Carton show button pusher. Hello, the Eddie Scazzeri. A show and tell uh, with Boomer and Carton was just sort of a uh, a bit we did for like maybe a week or two weeks or we did it once a week for three weeks before it just was forgotten about like most of our bits uh so quite transient like most of our ideas for game shows or goofy things or man quizzes or you know tv history or whatever uh that came from the mind of uh, craig carton <laughs> the things i brought in uh for show and tell were two uh, trail maps from my two favorite ski areas, Alta in Utah and Mad River Glen in Vermont. Um, these are very special places to me, and I stupidly assumed that it was kind of going to be like maybe half real and not just uh, to make fun of uh, people. But of course, I was wrong in that assumption. So of course, after uh, the segment was over, uh, the Twitter sphere or social media. I don't, was social media a thing back in 2013? I'm not really sure. Not being on it myself. But uh, I was informed by Al Dukes uh, after the fact that, of course, uh, Eddie picks the only two ski resorts in the United States that do not allow snowboarders, which is true. And uh, that is actually one of the reasons I do like those two resorts. I wasn't really bothered by uh, the ripping up of the uh, trail maps that I brought in because, of course, I, I had duplicate copies. I would never really bring anything truly valuable and sentimental to myself to those two in there, knowing what was going to happen. But I, I really, again, stupidly assumed that there might be a little bit of real discussion. Why I thought that, I have no idea. But as soon as I handed them to him, I just knew it was just going to be a, a make fun of any situation which is fine and then uh yeah boomer tore him up uh, nice and loudly uh on the microphone so good times boomer and carton show and tell went the way of most of our bits where uh except for moment of the day which has lasted for the entire run of the show pretty much moment of the day Stick primarily because it's sponsored people but um yeah the boomer and carton show and tell kind of went the way of the dodo here and gone and for what it was it was fine if it was something that was going to continue like every week for like two years terrible idea but for what it was just to have me alan jerry bring things in and then mock us you know and just then that was it it was a good idea yeah, I was looking around the house trying hey, to figure something to bring in and let the good times roll. <laughs> yeah, you're fun. There really, really was not, a lot of fun. You're not really like when not I think my... who I want to hang out with on a random Thursday afternoon. So, your name comes right to the top of the list. Yeah, 
It was either that or my college football magazine, but I'm going to save that for round two of a show and tell. <laughs> Let me just finish the job. The college football magazine. All yeah. right, here's Jerry. He's got uh, an update. That'll do it for part one of Flashback Friday. Wow. Oh, 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 and there's more. Oh, keep going. For part two, we have our favorite 15-minute show broadcasters just flexing their play-by-play muscles when they mock up some not-so-in-the-heat-of-the-moment home run calls. So we take you back to Recco and Dukes calling it like they see it. Kind of. October 8th, 2014. All right, so Clayton Kershaw literally dominates St. Louis for six innings and a million strikeouts. He strikes out the side in the sixth, comes back out for the seventh, gives up a base hit, gives up a base hit, and then he faced Matt Adams. Adams swings and hits a drive. That's John Rooney, That's KMOX. Really How would have sounded if you did it, Jerry? Oh, come on. I don't know. Deep to right. There it goes. He turns. Gone. Home run. Ah! Why? 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 Can you let Why? him do his play-by-play, please? I'm in the middle of a masterpiece, and I got to get... Oh! Start it again, oh! Jerry. Start it again. Uh, It'll be a 2-0. Here's the pitch. Swung out and driven deep to right. There it goes. It is Boom. high. It is far. It is gone. Home no, no, run. No, no, no. Back. And the Cardinals are six outs away from going to their fourth straight National League Championship Uh, Series. Now, do you believe it? Herpes. Fantastic right there. Because you did Sterling, do your own. What the first one was going good, but then you copied Because well, I got all screwed up. So I then mean, let's that's, do not, that's just not good. Come on, Tyler and the guys are listening. Go ahead. <laughs> I don't do baseball. Okay, no, yeah, That'll be do. a 2-2. Driven to deep right. There it goes. So-and-so back. It is gone. Home run. Al, show him how to do it. Now, you better play the wiener cuts while he's doing this and all these stupid things he says. What was that, a 2-0 pitch you said, Jerry? Yeah, let's go with that. Uh, who was pitching Kershaw? It'll be the two zero from Kershaw. I used to. I was there. It was a. I had his hit deep to right field. <laughs> Kerplunk gone. <laughs> Cardinals again. Suck it. I'm actually not a big sausage guy. <laughs> <laughs> what else you got? Ready for moment of the day? Yeah, I am. Boomer and Carton show update anchor. Jerry Recco. Was it high-pressured when they asked me to do the play-by-play on the spot? It's not high-pressure. It's, you know, Craig always says, what would it sound like if you did it? And you can't recreate having a crowd there and being in the moment and actually calling what you're seeing as opposed to just sitting in the studio and trying to recreate that in your mind. So is it high-pressure? No. But you also don't want to come across like a jackass. So you got to play along, which is good. So you try and do it to the best of your ability. And then they're like, okay, well, oh, what would it sound like if you did it? And he acts like a jackass, and that's funny. So the question is, did I nail the play-by-play call? Not even remotely. How can you nail a play-by-play call that you actually don't see the play-by-play of? So I would say, just like when Craig asks me when we do a basketball highlight, what would it sound like if you did it? I don't know what it would sound like because I haven't done it, as opposed to when I'm calling Rutgers games and you call it as you see it. Ah! Oh, I don't care when Eddie hits the drops. Those are fun. You know, sometimes I'll be like, dude, come on. Now, in the clip we played here, it bothered me only because I think Craig really wanted to hear the rest of the call, how it would have gone, and Eddie completely ruined the whole thing. But when you look back at it, it's funny because that's what he does. So it's all good. In terms of focusing, what focus is there really between 6 and 10 on my part? I have none. I try. There's nothing. There's just there's nothing there. 
How would I rate the call against Al? Six to ten in the morning, Al's a perfect ten. I'll give myself a three. Now, if me and Al went out to City Field and actually did a baseball game, I'm pretty sure we would reverse that. Boomer and Carton Show producer. I used to, I was, uh, was a Al Dukes. Yeah, it normally is a high-pressure situation when Boomer and Craig ask you to do live play-by-play of a call on the air because you have to come up with something funny within, like, 10 seconds because they're bored five seconds into it. So you have a full 10 seconds to catch their attention. So it is a little bit of a high-pressure situation for uh, for me because I'm not really a play-by-play guy. And when I say not really, I mean not, not at all a play-by-play guy. I will say that although I'm not a play-by-play guy per se, I pretty much nailed that call with the kerplunk thing and whatever else I threw in there. And I fe- I sounded so like calm, cool, and collected. I was impressed with myself on that one. Comparing me to Jerry, not really fair. Jerry is a professional play-by-play guy. He does it for a living or a partial living or part-time. I don't ever get paid for my play-by-play calls. So an amateur up against a pro like Jerry, I think I held my own pretty much probably was a little better than Jerry just in that one occasion. Overall, Jerry's probably better than me, I'm going to say. But all those drops Jerry was playing during his, it was kind of distracting. Eddie kind of just hits the drops as he finds them. So if he wants Jerry drops, he'll just really quickly go to the Jerry folder and then just randomly play Jerry sounds and Jerry saying bizarro things. Look at me, bitches. Boneless. You, sir, die. So I don't think uh, he has any kind of tell as to which drops he's going to use. I think he just grabs the first ones that he finds at his gigantic, unorganized folder of his. And there you have it. I hope everyone was taking notes because you just got taken to school. That'll wrap it up for this Flashback Friday. Hope you enjoyed it. I'm Tom Izzo, and you, stay classy. If you enjoyed the segment, do everyone a favor. Tell your friends! Tell your friends! And now it's time for your Al Dukes Classic! Meet me in the pig lot, won't you? Throw some pork right in your mouth. Meet me in the pig lot, won't you? All your friends are coming out. Greg will have the last word that night. Booms will give us a shout out. Greg will have the white hot spotlight. Meet us in the pig lot. That's right. Whoa, whoa. Hey, look at that pig. We like fat pigs.